Thank you, everybody, regardless of where you may be. If you're listening on the Truth or Not Radio Network, um, you know, the D-Live crowd, and we have the Rumble crowd. We have the D-Live audience, the Rumble crowd, and we have the Fox, right? The the Foxhole Brigade. (laughs) All right, folks. um, A lot, as you folks know, is on the table. Let us see if we can examine relevant news. Like I said in the opening monologue, we are looking at brand new levels of evil. One of the stories tonight broke me down. It really made me feel sorry for where we are spiritually. But before we begin any real heartbreaking stories and shocking psychosis, uh, let us begin here, right? We know the factual reality of the economy is right in front of us. There it is. IMF slashes global growth estimate warns the worst is yet to come. You guys know I like to repeat relevant news. It is worth posing the question, why are all the global people like the IMF All of them are saying things that are supposed to be scary. Are they saying this for a reason? Are they wishing it on the world? Remember, a lot of these, all of the economic Destruction in this country, for sure, has all been planned and orchestrated deliberately. So let's keep that in the back of our minds. The economy is being destroyed, but are the global prognosticators, are they doing this on purpose? So this two-part, we know that it's destroying. So with that on the table... Um, we have another big economist. I mean, you decide, people. For the global economy. Are they right? They are right. And for the IMF to say this is a big deal. I worked there for 15 years. I can tell you we choose our words very carefully. And for I'm sure you do. <laughs> is that my point? <laughs> he said it right there. We choose our, world, our words very carefully. <laughs> them to say the worst is yet to come is very sobering for the rest of us. So what are they telling us? They're telling us that growth is slowing down very rapidly, that many countries risk being tipped into recession. They tell us that inflation is sticky, it's not coming down as fast as we'd like it to be. And they're telling us something else. There's now financial stability risk, the notion that the markets may not function the way we want them to function. That is a perfect storm. And if we're not careful, it could have significant economic damage to livelihoods. And how can we reverse that? Well, again, you decide. I'm just putting that up. He's talking about a perfect storm. And again, (laughs) uh, like, maybe we should be looking at 
these verses in Ephesians that we were reviewing. Put on the whole armor of God. We're going to walk, are we ready to walk through darkness? That's the value of looking at real news and coming to Truth on RTV for the big picture. <laughs> so, be prepared, people. That's why we do what we do. Everyone should be ready. Because either way, remember, people, we were told that it was going to be a near-death experience and we were get only at the precipice where people are going to wake up. So, I, you know, I felt the need to put that out, to throw it out there. And, you know, for good measure, be aware of that. AAA gas tracker, national average climbing towards $4 per gallon. Yeah, right. It's, it's like $6 per gallon on the West Coast. So be aware of that. All of this perfect storm as we approach this election day. And we see, we're going to see tonight, that the demons on the left, the, 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 the Marxists, are essentially staggering to the finish line. They thought they could convince Americans by talking about abortion all summer long and blowing up churches and counseling centers. That didn't work. They're going for the pedophilia movement disguised... By the way, people, again, let's remind everyone tonight, for anybody new to this channel, the left has been disguising all of their operations with names, word games. The pedophilia movement is disguised as LGBT, Q, X, Y, whatever this whole thing. That the Build Back Better Great Reset is disguised as climate change. And I'm realizing the Satanism movement is disguised as well, abortion. Women's health care. They always have to disguise. They don't want to come out and say it. And the war, every, all the violence under race and other things. But this whole thing with racism. So everybody be aware of all these little disguises. So, uh, all right, folks. This is a shocking, shocking report. I didn't believe it when I saw it, but it brings to us example number one, the first exhibit item. Are we reaching not only a new level of crime, a new level of evil, and psychosis, mass psychosis, in this war that we are in? This is shocking. All of this is because of the leftist policies that is empowering criminals. Hope you're sitting down for this. Tracking stuff. A new law limiting police pursuits in Washington state has become so absurd that suspects are now calling 911 to report the police. The law prohibits officers from pursuing suspects unless they have a reasonable suspicion that a driver is impaired or is committed a class A violent crime or a sex crime. And so get this, drivers are admitting their crimes to 911 dispatchers as they try to get the police 
to stop pursuing them. Here's one. I have a cop chasing me in violation of House Bill 1054. Okay, where are you? Uh, I am on about to get on 520. I'm on Leary Way, 520 West. Uh, the cop is not allowed to pursue me for driving suspended. Okay, what kind of vehicle are you in? I am in a red Toyota Camry with temporary registration. Redmond Police is pursuing behind me in violation of 1054. And um, are you able to pull over? No, because I'm driving suspended. He's not going to get me. <laughs> I mean, he's admitting he's driving suspended, and that's why he can't pull over, because he knows that if he pulls over, he'll be in trouble. By the way, the bill was actually called 1054, not 1074, but the suspect was close when he called it out by name. Police say an officer followed the suspect, who called 911, but did not chase, and they say they followed him onto a freeway, watching him as he sped away. The law went into effect last year, and even if a driver is suspected of having committed a violent crime, the officers still need to get permission from a supervisor first before they can pursue. It's even having a... Right there, people. This is a big, big report. I'm not going to get play at all, but. And they interview this police officer, and this guy's like, yeah. And the officer ends up saying, oh, what? No, this, ha- this is happening regularly now. And in this report, this guy comes out and says, you know what? All the criminals in these towns everywhere, they're, the, the word's getting out. And they're planning on committing crimes knowing that they're just going to call 911. Yeah, I got this cop following me. Yeah, wink, wink. Brand new level of evil, empowerment of criminals, all of it is because of the left, the Democrats. Shocking report. I just wanted you to see some of that. Shocking, shocking stuff. They give other examples, and you hear the criminals, yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah, tell this cop that they're totally empowered. Think you cannot run, you cannot, have, you don't have a country at this point. The criminals are lapping it off. Meanwhile, here it is, people. We've been touching on this a little bit, but tonight we're going to blow it open. We're going to show you. I'm just going to show you. To the Democrats, as they stagger to the finish line, they have developed a talking point. They don't want you to see that report we just watched. They have a new talking point. It's been a developing talking point. Their talking point is that when we talk about crime, that is the talking point. (laughs) I'll say it again. Their new talking point, listen to it for yourself, is that any mention of elevating crime and the crimes that are happening, oh, that's just a... Republican talking point. You can't make this up, people. Listen in. Let's talk also about Tommy Tuberville and his comments, uh, which were so racist, uh, conflating descendants of of, uh, slaves seeking reparations with all criminals, basically saying that black people are criminal, and not, not 
not stepping back from that and Republican leaders defending it or trying to deflect from it. Has this become normalized among Republican leaders because they're so eager to win the Senate? I think it has. It has been normalized. And of course, we've seen the former president using uh, racist uh, language to, to describe, describe black and brown people as criminals for years now, ever since the 2016 election. So what- Do you have one example? Checkmate. Jason Dragger, throw, throw her in jail for 30 days, if you ask me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to criminalize propaganda. That's going to end all of this. Trump right there should sue her a billion dollars. It also isn't new, but it's of a piece with what we're seeing across the state. Not everybody is using as patently racist language as Tommy Tuberville. But even in that debate uh, in Ohio uh, between uh, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, we, we saw J.D. Vance harping on the issue of crime and talking, linking it to things like illegal immigration. Those are the types of issues. The yeah, it's not like illegal immigration criminals is associated with the crime. Come to truth, and we've been covering these stories every single night. Things that drive fear among voters that Republicans think they have been very successful with in the past. And we're seeing that again. That's among those things that's underlying. Yes, people are talking about the economy. But on the Republican side, this push uh, on crime, this push about to, to scare voters. And then on the Democratic side, trying to make... <laughs> So crime, you're not allowed to mention crime because it's a tactic to scare the voters. They started that one, I think it was last week. Well, maybe before. I just heard it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they're just scaring voters with this talking point. Yeah, it's not like crime is actually happening. There it is. And if you think all that is a little crazy and disturbing... Ladies and gentlemen, this is Disturbing Video Night. This one really blew me out of the waters. But you guys will remember, those of you that come regularly to this channel, you're going to notice right away that uh, I brought this up the other day, and I read through this demon, this... This guy is a type of serial killer. There's mass killer. Ladies and gentlemen, listen in and wait for it. Remember, this is the Daryl Brooks, the Waukesha Christmas Parade killer that I warned you guys that this demon, let's get rolling. I said that this guy is playing a role. I said it, and now I'm completely vindicated. Look at his body language. As most of you guys should know by now, he's playing the role. He's, he's his own attorney. And by the way, there was a big debate between, the, in the court, the judge and the other <clears throat> attorneys saying that he is mental. And the judge said, no, no, I'm looking real close. He's totally competent. I agree with that judge. He is pretending to be mental. He's trying, and he did already. I looked it up. If you look, you looked this up for yourself. He initially, he tried to plea insanity. He's playing everybody. He's a homeboy that thinks he could play everybody. And I said it from the beginning. So here it is, people. 
Wait for it. Keep watching. Wait for it. Have you been in uh, law enforcement? Uh, so he's playing the role of the attorney with his fake mask. Again, this is a psychopath, but he knows exactly what he is doing, people. Do not feel sorry for this guy. He knows exactly what he is doing. Since a long time. Um, <laughs> I want to direct you to uh, the evening of November 21st, 2021. Um, you stated that you were on duty that afternoon, correct? And he's, by the way, grilling supposedly the very cop that arrested him, or one of the cops. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> do you recall any uh, disturbances that afternoon? <laughs> do you mean when you drove through the parade routes and... Yeah, you mean the, like, yeah, the disturbance that you created when you killed those people? <laughs> Your question was a little broad. Why don't you try to narrow down the time frame so he can answer that more specifically? Uh, roughly around the time of maybe 4.30-ish p.m. Yes, I do. Um, do you remember what you can recall? Do I remember if I can recall? Do you remember <laughs> the disturbance you recall? Yes, I do. Uh, would you state what that is? What, well, what that was, rather? Uh, I heard a horn beeping, and then a Ford Escape came through the um, parade route. And With you in it, Mr. Killer. And you drove past me and wouldn't <laughs> stop. And you continued driving into the parade route. Who is you? Uh, Daryl Brooks, the defendant. Here it is. Dar he's saying he's saying his name. Seated at the table. Um, let the record reflect that I do not identify by that name, nor do I know anybody by that name. <laughs> right there, people. He thinks that he's now saying, in case anyone missed it. Oh, oh no. I don't know who that Daryl Brooke, I don't know who that guy is. That's what he just said. The criminals are now empowered. There it is, people. Check it out. New strategy. Christmas. Crazy Christmas parade killer Daryl Brooks Jr. no longer identifies as Daryl Brooks Jr. <laughs> you guys know that we're in biblical times. And we're now seeing mass sorcery. This is why I kept tight on the Guardians of the Pedophile issue. This is pure sorcery. And he thinks that he can practice this sorcery. Yeah, let's go back to that video. He thinks 
He's laughing at the system. He's laughing at God. He's laughing at everyone watching this. That's the reason he needs the mask. Remember, darkness remains in the dark. In the, doesn't want the light to shine on. He knows. He's the only one with a mask. I mean, he, again, people, you guys see what he's doing. I just want you guys to see the tie. Look at the shirt. Look at the, the fake mask. Look at the look on his eyes. I can't wait for the judgment of the Lord to fall on this guy. What he is doing, nobody... Not, Again, maybe, I mean, you'd have to go back to the Charles Manson type days. He is mocking all of humanity. And he figured, you know what? If children can identify as the opposite self, maybe I'm not Daryl Brooks. That's what he's doing. You heard it with your own two ears. Think about it. Let that sink in. And then this actually basically made me cry. This, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot make the evil that we're facing. There it is, people. Amazon accused of selling suicide kits to teenagers in a lawsuit. They need you to die. Think about it. And in this lawsuit, when users went to purchase sodium nitrite, a food preservative that is in high doses, that in high doses can end someone's life, Amazon would recommend they buy a scale to measure the dose, an anti-vomiting drug, and Amazon's edition of a handbook on assisted, and the Amazon edition of a handbook on assisted suicide. Think about it. And like what said here, rare exception exists in 11 states where physicians are allowed under exceedingly narrow legislative medical circumstances to, to carefully facilitate the death of a proven terminally ill patient, contrary to what Amazon and Loudwolf may think. There is no exception that allows for corporate-assisted suicide, the lawsuit asserts. So let that sink in. Think about it. They're supporting, and again, this goes back to Trump. Trump saying... Quick trials. Embolden brand new level of evil where mass killers are laughing it off playing the role of their own attorneys make using word games and just playing with all of humanity while Patriots that simply walked into the Capitol are tortured in Washington, D.C. Think about the magnitude of that, and let's throw some other things out. FBI, more people beaten to death with fists, feet, than killed with rifles. (laughs) Right there. There goes a gun control argument. Be aware of that in this new FBI uniform crime report. Just released shows more people were beaten to death with fists and feet <laughs> in 2021 than were killed with rifles. Somebody, please, and you can see the numbers right there. Someone, please tell that to the Marxists because that's another one of their talking points. They're not really writing it for the big election, for the election, for the most part. You don't, you haven't heard too much of gun control. Not like they gave up on it, but um, they dropped it down on the list. And be aware of this. Um, this is the only difference that I have with Trump. 
And it just could be that Trump, if you think about it, other than the leaders in Iran, Trump never really badmouthed any world leaders, if you think about it. But Trump always keeps speak, talking good about this guy. And this guy is one of the most disgusting criminals on the planet. And now this dirtbag comes out. <clears throat> Mexico sues U.S. gun companies for what? For alleged arms trafficking after judge laughed it off and dismissed this ridiculous case. <laughs> think about it. While his cartels are lapping it off, making billions with a B and killing people left and right, he is busy. This goes along with the other story. Yeah, I don't think that, a, a, you know, a government can't sue another country and their gun owners over what, because of your terrorists, then... It's like saying the Afghanistan should sue the U.S. for what their terrorists are doing. <laughs> Same thing. Actually, Afghanistan has a better case than this demon right here because we actually gave them $85 billion worth of weapons. Yeah, of course, there was Fast and the Furious, but why didn't he file the lawsuit? Think about it. Why didn't he file the lawsuit against Obama? Think about it. Checkmate. Don't let this demon play. Come on. And it doesn't matter what Trump has to say. That's the worst Hardcore criminal on the planet. One of the top five. Easily. Come on. You got to get rid of that president. All right. Think about it. And then guardians of the pedophiles, ladies and gentlemen. Shocking stuff. Montgomery County schools saw a 582% increase in reported gender non-conforming students over two years. Yeah, right. That tells me that they increase their indoctrination by 582%. That's what they're saying. Yeah, right. These innocent children. Mommy, I feel that I'm the opposite sex. This is horrible crimes against humanity. That is part of the Great Awakening, which is the reason why we are where we are today. In this irreversible road, the Democrats are staggering to the finish line, They're, they have nothing left to play. The world is seeing this, and we're going to see that this pedophile movement is awaking people everywhere. Then we have this, like removing a bull, president-elect of trans organizations. Why are there trans organizations? Advocates for sex change surgery on minors. Again, be aware of this, this garbage right here, this World Professional Association of Transgender Health. This is not a legitimate organization. They just started this the last couple of years. And now they are out there making these big statements, and this is one of them. Medical and possibly surgical care of adolescents makes sense, these demons are saying. And we, talk, we showed that video yesterday. Now we have another one. This one is called Marcy Bowers. And I don't want to listen. You know, we'll just, there she is, people. Here we go again with these videos. And she's making these big statements, just like the other demon. They will pay the price along the lines of, you know, maybe a really ugly mole that you never really liked, and then finally it's gone. That is the level of permanently changing and mutilating an innocent child that cannot make up their mind on sexual issues because they are still 
in the phase of their life when they're playing with dolls and you want to create a legal contract with them as if they were adults, nothing is going to be able to stop. Again, they're going to answer to God, all these demons. Think about it. And um, we'll come back to the guardians of the pedophile issue because there's a big issue tonight. But I want to drop this because it happened. I think it's a desperation move. This should grab your attention. You can't really ignore this because it's so outlandish that you have to hear it for yourself. The follow-up, since the White House has now said the pandemic is over, um, can you just talk a little bit about what the message is for Americans as we head into the winter months? Why are you asking about a virus that's already gone goodbye? Biden already said it. Everybody knows it. No big deal, right? Um, can they behave as though it's business as usual as long as they are vaccinated? Yeah, so the president was very clear. COVID is not over. There's a lot of work to do. We still have- Right there. Lies. Think about it. Have three to four hundred Americans dying every day. That's a lie. Yeah, Americans dying of other, yeah, of heart disease and pneumonias, and they're dying of diabetes and hypertension and strokes. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, tens of thousands of people getting infected every day. There is really where are these people at? So he's quit. Notice he's talking real quick, hoping that again. Look at his body language. Look how quick he's talking. He's doing all of this on purpose. He knows he's lying. It was very clear. COVID is not over. There's a lot of work to do. We saw. Yeah, the president, the fake resident was very clear that he said that it was over. We'll have three to four hundred Americans dying every day. Uh, tens of thousands of people getting infected every day. There is a lot of work to do. What we know is that if we want to keep people safe and protect them from serious illness, which is obviously priority number one, the number one thing that people need to do is get vaccinated. And the number two is if you have a breakthrough infection, you need to get treated. (laughs) They think you're stupid, people. There it is. Somebody gave him his talking point. They just rolled him out for this sole reason. Hey, uh, bring back the virus. Matter of fact, bring back the virus, and then maybe that'll boost the vaccine, people taking the vaccine. That's what this is all about. I think it's too late for them in four weeks to try to say, oh, COVID is back. No one's going to believe it. So, see, make what you will of that. See what you think, people. Shocking, extra stupid Like, what was the point of rolling this idiot out? This COVID czar? What's the point? I don't get it. Anyway, he did it. Four weeks before the election. I would love to have seen the faces of these people. How could anyone believe the only person wearing a mask is this PSYOP killer in Wisconsin? (laughs) Think about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big deal. You can't make this up. This is a special moment. Take a look. (laughs) Hundreds of Muslim protesters, what? Shut down 
Dearborn, Michigan school board meeting over what? Sexually explicit tranny homosexual pedophile books. Right there. Enough is enough. We knew that they, we knew that we're not going to be able to stop this. There's only so much that people are willing to take. And um, for the record, just a reminder, this is just some of the content. Look at this pornography, hardcore. (laughs) And homosexual pornography. This is what this is what trigger. I mean, this, these Muslims have said, you know what? Enough is enough. And like I said here, parents across the country protested against this decision to place porn in our schools. We've been covering this all summer long. This week, Muslim parents sh- shut down a school board meeting over a porn books in their child's schools. And I want to take a moment right now to remind everyone that we were told, and I mentioned this a week or so ago, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, I believe I mentioned it here, maybe on the member channel, maybe both. We were told that when we're talking about crimes against children, which is what this is, we were told that when it comes against, with, to crimes against children, that crimes against children would Unite what? All of humanity. Because it crosses party lines. Trump told us this, his team on the online research project. And this is difficult truths, we were told. And this is what people had to be shown. And we were told that a deep, dark world was being exposed. We were told all of this in October of 2020, right before the election steal. That's the value of the information that Trump gave us. The the trolls with QDS, Q derangement syndrome, they don't want to talk about the information that frees humanity. The information that asks you to turn to Christ. They don't want to talk about the value of the Great Awakening and the fact that it had to be this way and that people had to see this dark world for themselves. You had to show them. They don't want to talk about that because that destroys their lies and their narrative. That's what's happening. And we were told that the truth would not be for everyone. And again, people, maybe this time we'll shut the volume off. We were told that the truth was not going to be for everyone and crimes against children. This is it. This is straight up. This is what you call future proving past. So anybody has a problem with Trump's website, stick it. look Look what's happening. This is what the Great Awakening is about. It's not about prediction, predictions and dates that the military is going to roll in and all this stuff. This 
is the great awakening. Deal with it. Swallow the pill. Obviously, you guys know. I'm begging Satan's trolls to open up their minds. This is the moment, people. Think about it. All right. To round out tonight, see what else is going on. Just be aware of this. I think this is for optics. The military operative. We know this. Yeah, who didn't know? Come on, folks. This is, I said this years ago that this person, to me, was obvious part of the process of what was happening. If anyone believed that she was a Democrat, come on, guys. And now Tulsi Gabbard uses facts to call for exodus from fascist Democrat Party. Boom. She goes out on all the channels, puts out her statements. Everybody sees it. This is all about optics, if you ask me. She comes out and says, I'm calling it they're the real fascists. Right before the election. So, moves and kind of moves. Great awakening. Think about it. And this is a big one here. I want people to see this. Well, I mean, just be aware of this. That all of us, you know, we have, just be aware that the Supreme Court sides with Republicans on ballot issue. Be aware that United States Supreme Court has sided with Pennsylvania Republicans on a ballot case for a judgeship. And they're overruling, basically saying that you cannot just submit a vote without a proper date on the ballot. That's what this is about. And, um, and they don't, they're trying to get rid of the, you know, this lower court was trying to create a precedent. And, um, that's what this is about. Be aware of this without analyzing this any further. That's a big, big victory. Think of what happened in Pennsylvania with a lot of votes were accepted with the no dates, wrong dates. Like, you can't just submit anything with any kind of date on it. Come on. So the Supreme Court strikes again shh, four weeks before the election. Right there, I mean, <laughs> we've been covering these types of stories, these last-minute rulings that are happening right before the election. And then rounding out tonight, we've got several interesting stories to round out. Look at this. This is a continuation of the story, how we ended last night. Panic, Democrat group cuts funding to candidates in key House races. Boom! This We talked about uh, Hussein is not funding a lot of these Democrat campaigns, and now House Majority PAC is cutting fundings to key races. According to a new report, Democrats are being forced to defend candidates in races they didn't think would be close. Think about it. There are they give they, they, that's it, people. They're giving up. And I mean, think about it. They're spending. House Majority PAC is doing the same. And the latest bad sign for vulnerable Democrats who see their national support dry up in the final stretch of the campaign. Boom. They have no funds. Obama won't help them. The House is falling. And I think that's why Pelosi made that statement the other day. You know, we I could see that being the case. And then rounding out, we've got Trump coming out. So Trump now is saying prevent World War III. He's telling the old man, the fake resident, 
prevent World War III by starting peace talks in Ukraine. Think about it. Trump finally is changing his tune all summer long. Some Trump's been, oh, it would have never happened. It would have never happened. What do you think about Putin? No, it would have never happened. Would have never happened. <laughs> hey, uh, old man, why don't you go out there and create friendship with my buddy Putin? <laughs> Trump's in complete control. Trump did not have to play this card. He played it perfect. He stuck to that one line all summer long. It would have never have happened. I don't know. <laughs> he trolled the enemy all summer long. He never said one bad thing about Putin. And now... Oh, you don't want to negotiate with him? Want me to do it? <laughs> Think about that, and um, maybe we'll... Um, yeah, we have one more. Yeah, what? Meanwhile, here it is. This is what's happening. Let's see what's happening. And questions about who exactly was he reporting to, who commissioned him for this work. The charges have been brought by special counsel John Durham, who's been working for three years to get to the bottom of this case. Justice correspondent David Spunt, live outside the federal courthouse where all of this will take place in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, David. Hi, Martha. Eager Danchenko charged with five counts of lying to the FBI. The judge wanted a jury seated as soon as possible in this case. He got his wish. A jury was actually seated before noon. Special counsel John Durham in the courthouse behind me today. He says that Danchenko, a Russian national living in northern Virginia, was the primary source for British spy Christopher Steele, who compiled that widely talked about yet debunked Steele dossier full of salacious accusations about former President Trump. The indictment alleges Danchenko lied to the FBI about working for Steele as his primary source of information. The indictment also mentions Danchenko's involvement with a man named Chuck Dolan, a PR executive who has ties to Hillary and Bill Clinton that date back to the 1990s. Danchenko is the third defendant to be charged in John Durham's probe, looking at the origins of the Russia investigation into Trump and his associates. The other two, Kevin Kleinsmith, a former FBI attorney, pleaded right, guilty folks. to falsifying a document. We know about that. This is about to get on the road. Be aware of that. This case. And people have different views on this. Every, some people are negative about it. Some people are positive about it. In the end, maybe I'll share a sequence of a strategy that's unfolding on, from the part of Durham. So obviously none of us know the future. We'll see what happens with this. But um, you heard it right there. This guy is tied to someone that has been tied to Hillary for years, decades. Think about that, and that's really it. Trump is coming out, pointing everyone to the story we talked about yesterday, this 30,000 voter registration mistake. Yeah, right. And Trump is talking, you know, Republicans need historic victory in midterms to stop border crisis. Yeah, and how about this? GOP could pick up two Senate seats, Arizona and Nevada projection. Trump is coming out. And um, yeah, there it is. See what you think. The conductor is leading the orchestra. We'll leave it at that. Come and join me on the members' channel. Check out all the different ways you can support this channel. Check out the latest on the members' channel as well, people, which is a way that you can support this channel. Unpacking a suspected clown operation. Join me for part four of Operation Trust Series and get the word out about this channel. Help me out. Like I said, folks... Consider all the different ways that you can support this channel. 
and I shall return tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern. God bless. Love you guys. God bless.